Is inflation taking a bite out of your grocery budget? Andrews Federal Credit Union is here to help. Introducing our Inflation Buster Share Certificate with 5% APY for seven months now through December 14th. Bring your money to Andrews Federal Credit Union today. The Inflation Buster account must be open with new money. Andrews Federal Credit Union membership is not just for the military. We also serve the community. Visit andrewsfcu.org. Federally insured by NCUA. Membership eligibility required. APY equals annual percentage yield. Must have a $1,000 minimum balance to earn advertised APY. This is the Average to Savage podcast with Paul Garino. Everyone and anyone, athletes, celebs, and much more. Today's episode is brought to you by BUSR.com. You know, everyone always asks me where they should bet, and now I got a solution for them. BUSR.com slash Paul. You deposit $100, they'll match your $100 in free bets, so you basically get $200. Go check it out. BUSR.com slash Paul. What's up, everybody? I'm back for another episode of the Average Savage Podcast. Our special guest today is Josh Butler. Josh, how's it going? Good, how you doing? Good, I appreciate you coming on. Thanks for having me, man. Yeah, let's just go back in time a little bit. What's your first memory of playing football? It'd have to be from from my little league. Uh, my dad and him started um, their own little league football team. And I just remember watching my older brother play. He's three years older than me, so I remember watching him play and like my grandma was always like screaming, calling his name and stuff like that. Um, and like, oh, Steve, his name is Stevie uh, or Steve, Stephen Dunn Butler. He's a junior. Um, and he, she always be like, oh, Stevie, go. And I'm sitting there like, dang, I want, you know what I'm saying? Everybody want grandma love. So I'm like, I want to play football. And that's why it's kind of how I got like into it. It was like inspired by my older brother to just, you know, play football, even though I already kind of knew I was going to be thrown in there. Um, just simply, we was a football family. So, um, so that's probably like one of my first memories um, and just playing like little league flag all the way up now. Yeah. Yeah. That's dope. And then what about like when you were in high school, like was there a point where you knew you were like better than the rest? Uh, probably to my, to be honest, man, it's probably until my senior year. Um, my senior year was uh, like, like finishing my junior year on to my senior year. Yeah, I, I kind of like figured it out. Um, this when I was like getting really good with like punt return, kick returns, um, you know, just overall defense. Uh, I've also played like corner and safety. So I, after I like realized that, and then like a lot of offers started coming in. Um, like my first offer came in actually around my sophomore year, and it was from uh, from um, North Texas. Some UNT. That was, that was my first offer I had, um, and it was during the summer, too. So I got that one, and then, like, Texas A&M came around, um, and then, like, well, my, when the season came around for my junior year, they all just, you know, came in. But then, like, I didn't realize like, how good I was until coach would always be like, go, W, you go. You go back there and catch the punt returns. Or, and I play defense. You know, usually most, most defensive players don't, don't get that opportunity to do so. Yeah, for sure. And then, like, yeah, just tell me about – I know you grew up in Texas, so uh, you got to tell me about, the like, the football culture down there because I know it's nuts. Out uh, of coaches? No, 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 no. The culture, the culture. Oh, the football culture, the culture. Oh, uh, I mean, okay. coaches are nuts too, but, you know. Oh, yeah, they crazy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, best believe that. But uh, the culture, I mean, it's nothing but football, man. Like, everybody knows Texas is a, is a football state, and it's, it's year-round. It's really year-round. Um, if you're not doing football, we're running track. That's what we was what we had to do. Um, we eat, sleep, and breathe football. Literally football every single day. It kept us out of trouble. Uh, most of us, at least, um, 
and we always do summer training. Literally always, we always had something that was involved in football. I, was, yeah, I don't think it was a single day we didn't do football. Even if it was cold outside, you wearing your sweats and stuff, you going outside and you go practice doing something football. And I don't realize how much we actually used to do stuff until like, you know what I'm saying, you're done with it. And then you look back at it like, oh, we didn't really catch a break as a kid. Like, not really. Like, you really constantly did football stuff, even in the street. You know what I mean? Like, it was always something football. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And then, yeah, just going back to your, like, what was your recruiting process like? Like, how, like, how, was it, like, hard? Was it, did you like it? Did you enjoy it? Oh, yeah, I liked it. Um, uh, Like, the coaching stuff was, was was cool to me. Like, one, it got me out of, out of classes sometimes. Like, you, know, uh, you know, some of the times the coaches would come and visit uh, and they yeah. asked for a certain student or whatever. I, I would get a call and then my coach would, coach would call the, uh, my teachers and be like, hey, is Josh there? And call me and I just go right on down. I'll be happy as hell. Uh going down to the office. But they was they was real cool. Um and then none of them really like, you know what I'm saying, be type be weird or anything. Uh, you know, and I made my my decision based off like what I felt was like best for me. And it was yeah. the best for me, you know. Yeah, you, what was like your final like three schools? Uh Miami. I wanted to go to my, that was my, always my dream school. Um, and I got their offer and everything too. Uh, that just simply off of, you know, the, the early 2000s class with like Ed Reed and them, you know what I mean? And then like Devin Hester, he was very inspirational to me to try to go to Miami too. Um, so Miami, uh, Michigan State. Uh, and then my third one was uh, UCLA. All right. So then, all right. So then how did you, Michigan stay over your your dream school? Uh, like they was going through some stuff back in like 2014 through, through 2015. I think like something with like the hair, head coach and their position coach or something like that. Yeah. It was, um, yeah, it was some, some stuff going on then. So, and then our program was like, wow. Yeah, yeah, gotcha. Um, and then like I looked into uh, UCLA and then I looked into Michigan State and I originally wanted to major and forensic science, okay? Um, that was my original, that's what I originally wanted to do. And I looked into it and Michigan State at the time was like number four in the country for forensics. And I was like, I know of course, like cool, all right, cool. And I looked deeper into it, looked, looked deeper into the football. They was winning every year, like from like 2013, 2014. And then we ended up making the playoffs in 2015, the same year I ended up going. Um, so that's what, and then like, I visited I took that bus ride up there. After I took that bus ride, I was like, yeah, this is gonna have to be the school for me. Because like I'm not in no way it's gonna take me two days to get all the way up to a school and then like I'm not picked that school type of thing. Yeah. You know what I mean? So uh and I wanted to get out of Texas. So I I, I don't know if you know it's like I, I said all type of schools that were not in Texas, I want to get as far yeah. away from Texas as possible. Um simply because like uh the environment and then like I didn't want to be close enough to always come back home because there's always some yeah. stuff going on back home yeah yeah definitely what what like you know most I, well i don't say most like some players are just like there for football but you just said like you picked it because of like the major like what what gave you that like intuition basically i mean i'm a, I'm a kind of a nerd to be honest like uh i was always into academics or into school or something like that and 
I already knew like what I wanted to do after football because you know football doesn't last forever. Uh, mm -hmm. the, the more you age or whatever it may be, we understood that part of it as kids. Um, so it was kind of like already instilled in us to know like what do you want to do after football type of thing. And yeah. all right, I'm all right. You know, what I'm saying I'm like I'm I'm good. Um, for now with football, you know, what I'm saying I'm, I'm gonna keep working hard, keep doing all that stuff too. That's that's not a problem, but. You also got to realize, like, what do you want to do afterwards? Because, like, I'm in that mode. I'm in that moment right now. Like, what do I, I want to do afterwards? I already, I already got it kind of figured out anyway. Um, so, uh, but, yeah, it just that's, that's kind of why. Gotcha. And then what, what was your overall experience, like, at Michigan State, like, on and off the field? Um. Uh, it was <laughs> you're making man. me you're making me think right now yeah man because i've been through a lot of stuff especially yeah. like going, going there uh so for me my experiences was kind of up and down um mm -hmm. just, just being in the first of all adjusting to a new environment like michigan the state in general is kind of mm -hmm. i don't know like it, it, it either always raining or it's always snowing you don't get too much sunshine all the time especially me coming from texas bro. Yeah. I'm, I'm sunshine going somewhere going doing that so the, the state was kind of depressing itself but uh, i can't say like the people made it a lot better um for me uh, simply because like i met people there who I, I bond with forever that's from coaches that's from players um that's from like normal people we call them narps non-athletic regular people um yeah man i made, I made a lot of a lot of a lot of uh narp friends and uh, they they made school a little bit better for you um not only because they were like there for you or they would like understand especially when i was going through the depression stage of what i was going through um mm -hmm. just literally just talking to people uh like opening up and you not knowing that they feel that certain way too and you connect on that certain level now um and then with football the, the support from football that i was receiving from not just fans and everything too everybody wanted to see me um do really really good and like they was always supportive saying like you know they, they, there was there was some times when you we lose games or you would mess up on a player so that's that's normal you always get backlash and they're like, oh, this guy suck or whatever but that's normal yeah. you miss one tackle yeah, you, know, sure. you know may not you may not play straight in a row you miss one tackle this guy's ass okay <laughs> anyway <laughs> anyway but yeah man it's uh i'll say my overall especially towards the end uh, was was really really great. Um, the, just the uh, the overall with persevering through everything, the support, um, the Spartan love, like the the anywhere I go, anytime I walk Michigan State or something like that, it's always somebody that's either went to the school a long time ago or something, or just like recently about to go to the school or something like that. They always recognize Michigan State. That's literally everywhere that I've been, and people. Will literally be like, all right, you know what I'm saying? I got you now. You, you, I already know you're a part of the family. I don't really know you, know you, but I know you went to the school, so you're a part of the family type of thing. Yeah, it, 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 yeah it's, it's, it's deep. I didn't know it was that deep until like I like left school and like it's like a whole bunch of Spartans that's out in LA. There's a whole bunch of Spartans that's in Texas. Um, pretty, like I say, anywhere that I go, there's a lot of Spartans. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I think a lot of people. I mean, because like at 18, you know, I don't think people realize that because I don't know, you just don't know that. But like, yeah, the like alumni connection of where you go, it's kind of like important in that aspect of like, because it could be 
when you're at one of the big schools, like a lot of people, there's a lot of people everywhere. Mm-hmm. Um, and then just going, uh, just tell me about like, how, how did you get both your dogs, Roxy, Roxy and Remy? Um, they both came from, uh, one of my best friends is Darian Clemens. He, uh, his, his family, his family's dog was like having puppies. Um, and they was like looking for homes for, for the dog. Right. And, um, I think it was a litter of like, probably like four or three or so. Cause I know I got one and he and his sister got one. And then, um, his other sister got the other dog and then like the rest, I don't know what, what they did with, but, uh, but yeah, I got Roxy first. Roxy's four now. Um, I got her actually right after the Michigan game that we beat them in 2017, right? Literally right after that game, the next day I got Roxy. Um, and that's how she came into my life. Cause like they was literally just trying to find homes for their like dogs. And cause they, it was really unexpected. Like they had puppies or whatever. They weren't selling them. They was literally looking for homes for it. So I got her completely free. And like, he asked, he was like asking, he was literally asking everybody around. He was like, bro, we trying to find homes for, for these puppies or whatever. And I was like, I don't do nothing. And you know, so I was thinking to myself, I'm like, literally, I don't, I don't do I don't party, I don't smoke, I don't drink. I don't, you know what I mean? I don't do none of that. Um, and I was like, I'm like, bro, I'll take a dog. Just give me, you know what I'm saying? I'll take a dog. It's like, he's like, cool, you for real? I was like, yeah, I'm, I'm so serious. And I was like, what type of dog? You know what I mean? He's like, it's a, like a box and a pit mix. Uh, it's the dad, it's the mom, and it's what the dog looked like. I was like, all right, cool. He's like, what you gonna name her? I'm like, I don't, I don't know, we gonna figure it out when I like see her. And I got her, and I was like, my name is Roxy. I don't know where it came from, it's just Roxy. So I got her and, and uh, it's just been me and her for, for a couple of years. And then um, uh, the main reason why I was looking into getting another dog was literally because like I didn't, I didn't have that much time to like take care of Roxy. Meaning like, bro, I started, I just started like my masters for one. The football was getting like really intense. It's close to my senior year. You know what I'm saying? Your senior year got to be your best year. I'm putting in extra work in football. Um, and so I'm like, all right, bro. I'm looking at Roxy, right? It's sometimes I can't, you know what I'm saying, go out and take her on long walks like we used to or something it may be. And mm-hmm. I was like, right, I'm looking to like get another dog so simply so they can like play with each other throughout the day or whatever. So I'm looking up animal shelters that's nearby. So the, the National Humane Society uh, that's in, in Michigan there, they actually follow Roxy with me on Instagram. They're, they're pretty cool. I, I would go there a lot. Um, we took our first, we took our first, uh, Christmas pitches actually there before. Um, so I always would like go and check to see if they got like more dogs or something. Um, and I was looking into it and like some dogs were like already about to get picked up or about to leave or something like that. Or, um, some dogs weren't, weren't not like, I guess, bonding with other animals. They had to be like solo type of dogs. I'm like, all right, Roxy, what are we going to do? What are we going to do? So I'm like introducing her to other dogs that's at the shelters or something to see if they like bond or whatever it may be. And then like sometimes they'll be like, oh yeah, this dog just got adopted or something like that. And so I just put it out publicly. It was like, anybody know where I can like adopt another another dog? And then my homeboy again, he hit me up. And he was like, bro, you won't believe this, but they're having more puppies. And I was like, I was like, you, you kid, you gotta be kidding me, bro. Like, you, like, you literally gotta be kidding me. It was like for weeks. 
for weeks I was looking for other dogs. Like but until I like put it out there, that's when he yeah. like responded. It's like, yeah, they have it more puppies. And uh like this is the the litter. And like they had a whole bunch of them. There's a whole bunch of them uh this time around. I was like, you know what? I take one, um, and I take another girl. <laughs> and yeah. I take another girl dog. And that's uh that's how I got Remy and like I asked the people on Instagram, like, what should I name the, the new dog? And it was at, it was out of Bella, Remy with an I, and um, and somebody uh, said name her Foxy. I was like, that's too just too close. So I took that out. Now two names, Bella and Remy. And then like I put a poll up, like, what what should I name her? And, and a lot of people said Remy. So I was like, all right, cool, Remy it is. And that's how I, I ended up getting Roxy and Remy. And, the rest is history you already know the story on that one yep. yeah that's dope. that's dope so they're so they are technically sisters they are yep that's dope um yeah then tell me about just like walking out with them like your senior day uh because i know that was like like pretty much like when you went viral and stuff like that that's that's how i found out about, about you mm -hmm. yeah that's how a lot of people figure out this, the story um basically uh when i was it was started summer, to be honest, because I asked for the Meet the Spartans. Um, and like at the Meet the Spartans, all right, you got to catch Coach D in a good mood first and foremost. You got to catch him in a good mood because you don't catch him in a good mood. Everything is going to be a no. So you had to catch him in a good mood. Uh, and I was like on Twitter, that's before they suspended my account for no reason. I got to get that back. That's ridiculous, man. Um, on Twitter, I was like asking around, you know, saying, joking around. And like, you know, people already kind of knew I had dogs type of thing. Like they was already knowing that I had dogs before like the story, like the, the big big stage or whatever came out. Um, but somebody like mentioned, it was like, uh, it was like, are oh, Roxy and Remy going to be at the Meet the Spartans? And I was like, hmm. And I act like Coach D, but I don't think he said nothing at that time. So I asked him in person while he was in a good mood. I was like, hey coach, uh, I don't know if you've seen this, but people, people, uh, I wanted to know if, if Roxy and Remy can come to, to meet the Spartans. And he was like, he's like, are they, he's like, are they, are they trained? They won't bite nobody, right? They won't poop nowhere. I was like, yeah, they, they're, they're pretty trained. And uh, he's like, yeah, they, they do come in football uh, football facility a lot. And they'll be in there with, with like Sally and them whenever she bring her dog up to work. Uh, and like, they'll be just playing. He's like, he's like yeah, they, they don't mess up nothing here in the football facility. So like, why not? I'm like, all right, cool. Cool, cool. Why not? So that happened, and we say meet the Spartans, and meet the Spartans went so good, so well. People was asking, like, um, people was just asking, like, when we gonna like see them again, type of thing. And and I was like, huh. I'm like, well, I don't know. And then I like, uh, I, somebody was like, um, what about what about Senior Day or something like that? And I was I had to think about it, like when is when is Senior Day? Like, you know what I mean? I had to figure that out. And then. Uh, uh, like a couple weeks went by and that's I think when they when they had like said something else about senior day like when when you got to fill out when your parent who parents what parents was coming and like because you got to figure out like the details and stuff for parents because parents come in and like we're in type of thing um and so they was asking everything and I asked coach D I was like hey um can I like bring my my dogs because he, he know he already knew like both of my parents was already passed i was like can i like bring my dogs maybe um if we could try to figure that out he was like uh he was like, i don't know we gotta we gotta you know say ask the lady to take care of the field we gotta ask uh you know saying the people that take care of 
the actual state yeah. insecurity. You know what I mean? Like it, it was further in there. We had to we had to figure it out. And then like a couple of weeks later, he was like, it's like, yeah, type of just basically, yeah. Yeah. And I was like, all right then. All right, cool. Cool. We we got it figured out. And um, so it got figured out and Roxy Remy ended up running out on the stage on the football field with us. So it was it was real fun, right? Yeah, it was dope. You think you think they were nervous? Was I nervous? No, no, they were the dogs. No, 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 no. They've been on the field before. Like I said, they was there uh, at the Spartans. At Need the Spartans, you you run out there on the field. Yeah. Uh, but as far as like, it, you could tell they just really just wanted to right run and play yeah, out yeah, there. Yeah. Everything they just wanted to like, especially as soon as I started jogging, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Start doing one of those, like going crazy. Um, but but yeah, they was they was excited and like they good. They took like a real good picture. Uh, and I got it like hung up in the back, yeah. literally right there. Yeah, um, so. yeah, I got a real good picture right there. And you got like Remy literally looking right at the camera. I don't know how she figured out which camera to look at, but it's weird. She looked right at that camera. And then you got the like uh, kind of picture of like Roxy literally like looking up at me while we're running. So it's like, you know what I mean? It's like a, a moment where like she's looking at me like you're, she's proud of me type of thing. It's funny. It's, it's all yeah. funny. Yeah. But yeah, it's pretty, it's a pretty cool picture. Um, especially for memories yeah 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 definitely and obviously 2020 was uh, a bad year with corona and all that um and then i know you got to play in the spring the spring league so what what was that like playing in the spring league yeah i only did it for two weeks uh blessed enough to even do it for two weeks um yeah. like i wanted somebody like um uh, that i was like in connections with he uh he basically just reached out to the coach and um and asked and I like I sent all my highlights whatever I needed to send I sent all that stuff in and for a while it took a took a little bit and then like we sent it again um and then like he responded I got his number he called me on Friday night and then at 7 a.m Saturday morning called again and said pack your stuff be in on Sunday and I was like, cool, got a flight. I literally bought a flight as soon as we got off the phone um, for whatever available time it was. And I got there. And um, uh, for the last two weeks, I literally, literally just came in strong, bro. I like didn't want BSing around, uh, trying to get on every special teams, literally just going hard. And like the coach, one over the coaches, like um, liking and started to get on special teams. Uh, then uh, they liked me at, in practice for a DB, and I was like, "All right, cool." Uh, it was like you can, you can, you can start, you can play. And uh, that's what I did, and so I got a lot of film in in two weeks, literally just two weeks, and like, and it only took like a couple of days of preparation to get to that starting point. So I got a lot of plays. Uh, we played against Brian them. We beat them, um, and then like we played against the. What was the last last team in that last team? They was blue. I forgot their name, but we played against them too. And uh, it was a lot of people that I already kind of knew, but I didn't know it was it was there because I met them at like national scout combines or mm. um, you know what I'm saying just small little things we was doing while while everything was still like not available as far as like training camps and stuff went. Yeah, yeah, yeah for sure. What what's your next like? What's your goal for for football now? Man, just to get signed, man. I don't care yeah. if I got to make the practice team. You know, matter what it is, man. I just want to be 
be on somebody's football team. You know what I mean? Like I, I, I play hard. I practice hard. I go go extremely hard for anybody's practice squad. It doesn't matter. They need a good look or something. I'm there. Put me in. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like yeah. my whole thing is, bro. Like um, to be able to just live out that dream, especially when you see that it gets stripped away from you, and how easy it can be stripped away from you, um, yeah. and you have no uh, no actual choice over it. Like um, you know what I mean? Like it would be different if I just gave up on football, but literally a whole pandemic hit to where they canceled our product three days before. And I already knew I was going to do extremely well, man. Me and coach guest was practicing every single day on everything. And my times was looking real good, like really, really good. Um, but they counseled it. And I already knew like my predictions was to be even, even like a, a camp invite type of guy or something, you know what I mean? It, and yeah. I was gonna get that. I was gonna get that that chance opportunity. And I already knew uh, if I really got that chance opportunity, I was gonna do a be signed to the team regardless. You know what I mean? Because they, they're gonna see my work ethic. They're gonna see everything. And I was like, it got canceled, and then they have nothing for a whole year, literally for a whole year. So a lot of us who got picked up was like immediately dropped type of thing. Um, I know a couple of us. Uh, are still on a on a team that they came out in my class, like come mm-hmm. a couple of literally just a couple though. It's not many, and they cut down rosters, I believe. Then they cut down rosters. Um, yeah, in the early in the beginning, yeah, they cut down rosters. They didn't have no tryouts, no nothing. So I was like, what now? You know what I mean? Yeah. And uh, and that what now moment. Um, that's why I was still in Michigan because I was training. I was training in Michigan. Uh, and then, like, my lease was starting to come up. And it was just months after months after months. I'm asking my agent, like, is there anything? Is there any updates? Is there any? Is there somewhere I can go? Um, you know what I mean? There was nothing. There was just nothing. And so I'm like, I'm not going to sit around and do nothing. Like, I'm not getting paid to do nothing. You know what I mean? Like, I, I'm not getting I'm not getting fast for money no more. I already graduated. So, like, I still got to pay rent or whatever it may be. And so when 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 my uh, lease was coming up to an end, that's when I, I was like, I'm I'm either gonna go back to Texas. Well, no, I didn't even make Texas to, as a as a option to go back to. I was like, I'm just gonna network for these last couple of months before my lease is up, and uh, you know what I'm saying, ask my advisors or something like that. And they gave me a lot of a lot of advice, and I already took the advice that we was learning through football itself from. Um, from keeping it real Mondays. Um, and uh, I took that and applied that and um, just networked and reached out to people in California uh, simply because I got, I got my master's degree in media and information for film. And yeah, I already knew like California, Atlanta, and New York was just the spots to be for films. And I was like, all right, cool. I made all my connections in California. I'm just going to move to California. And that's what we did. We got in the truck and we drove all the way to California. Mm-hmm. Me, Roxy, and Remy took took us. We we stopped though. We stopped. It took us like four days to get there. So we stopped in like Minnesota, and then we stopped in Colorado. Then we stopped in Vegas, and then it finished the rest of it on to uh, California. So it was a long journey, man. Yeah, yeah, that's journey. crazy. But, but all right, but, now yeah. yeah, let's talk, let's talk about Josh Butler. I don't know what you want to call yourself because influencer usually people don't like 
but entertainer, I'll call you. So let's talk about Josh Butler, the entertainer. You do everything. Like, I didn't even know at, at one point, I didn't even know you sung. And I was like, dude, you sing too? I was like, yo, this shit's good. <laughs> so tell me, tell me about like how you got like kind of in, into everything. And then like, tell me about like TikTok and like blowing up on there. That's what, yeah, that's what the TV comes from because it's just entertainment. You know what I mean? Because I do, uh, a lot of people don't know how I do a thing, one thing, and the world is literally used for use used to people only doing solely one thing and being known for yeah. one thing. Um, and it kind of makes it hard with the algorithms too, because like, yes, see me do like funny stuff with my dogs, but then realize then he still play football. Or then I <laughs> sing out nowhere and people be like, wait a minute, you, you got music too? And then I'll be in a, in a TV show another time. And I was like, wait, yeah. a, wait a minute, like, bro, what is he doing? Like, what is he doing? Um, and I'm like, I'm like, bro, I basically, basically I'm just not trying to waste my talents. Like a lot of yeah. people have other talents and um, they solely focus on one type of thing. And for me, I don't want to be limited in my life type of thing. Like, I don't yeah. want to be limited to the abilities that I can do. If I know I can do an ability and I have that ability to do so, I'm going to do that. I'm not going to, um, I'm not going to just leave myself limitless and just forget about the stuff that I know how to do. For what reason? Like I only get one life. Why not be able to use everything in that one life? Like I don't, I don't want, I never. That. And so that's why I said I never wanted to be. There's a lot of doors that can open for it. every single path that I take, and I make sure I put my time into each and every one. And like, no matter if it's for for um, social media, um, that's easy. I just do all the stuff off my, off my phone, all my editing. Um, it's not that hard to literally just grab a camera and record some stuff. Right? That's not. It's really not that hard. It's tedious. It's very irritating, but it's not hard to do, especially if you a focused type of person. Uh, for football. I just wake up in the mornings and do my workouts. You know, I just run with my dogs or something, right? It's not that it's not that deep to do. I just actually did a workout not too long ago earlier, and um, we filmed and record that too. So I got two birds and one stone. Um, then uh, for like music, that's a little bit tougher. Uh, the music spot is a little bit tougher because like writing, you get writers block, uh, writing songs and stuff. Um, so that's a little bit tougher. But as far as like singing, practicing wise, you just sing, practice around the crib all the time. And then um, for acting and stuff, you gotta stay stay on top of your emails. That's pretty yeah. much the only thing, because you know, like your emails, you never you got a lot of opportunities there. And then like it's a lot of people that's in uh, production that I know. Um, I just you just gotta reach out to people. Just stop being so antisocial because people don't know if you yeah. need work or not or whatever it may be. And so I reach out like, hey, what what you know what I'm saying? What are y'all working on this this week or this month or something? Yeah, but like uh, we need a, uh, we need we need this or we need that, and are you available? I'm in there. I'm in there. I'm, I'm working. As I'm saying, we we work all the time, man. And then like, um, if I'm networking, I'm gonna make sure I network with every single thing and opportunity that I have to do so. Um, like I'm learning about NFTs and stuff now. I just went yesterday. Yesterday mm -hmm. I went to, to to the launch house and I was trying to learn more about that. And um, basically, Launch House is just a big ass house with yeah. um, a bunch of smart people that know about cryptos and stuff. So I went there trying to learn about that. It's very, very hard. I'm not going. It's it's not that easy. People be saying yeah. like people people who are already in it say it's easy, but I try to get started. It's not that. It's not. It's not that easy. 
yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to figure it out. I don't even know if I like just buy something and like leave it in there to grow or deplete or whatever. Or some people's like, you gotta check it every day type of thing. And I'm like, how do I know when to take it out? When, how do I know when I'm gonna get the money? Yeah. Like, what do you mean? Like, uh, I don't know. But, but yeah, man, it's, it's just doing everything all at once. Uh, it's also inspirational to uh, younger generations, especially when I, I tell my family, bro, like, y'all can't always be stick, like, stuck on one thing. You know what I mean? Like, they're, they're so limited, and it's, it's a whole world out here. It's literally a whole world. They're so limited to just Dallas, Texas, and that's it. They're mm-hmm. stuck right there in Dallas, Texas. They don't even want to go to another state or so or get along another country and learn something new with themselves. You know what I mean? Like, I'm trying to learn German. Yeah. I'm trying to learn Spanish. I already know sign language. I'm trying to do, I'm trying to learn all that stuff. It's like, you know what I mean? Like, I got that chance, the opportunity to do so. I'm going to take it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. no, definitely. I yeah. mean, like, you got you got me thinking about, like, three, three points, two, three points, like, just one. Like, I hate when people say, in general, like, you got to do only one thing. Like, that's the most annoying thing ever. Uh, yeah, two, uh, the emailing thing. Yeah, that's, like, the key to, like, everything. I think people sleep on emails and, like, cold – like I talked to a guy that he was trying to make a fitted hat the other day and he showed me and it was like a, it was like a Washington nationals design. I was like, all right, you could go two ways about it. You could either hit up the Washington nationals or you could just make a alternate logo and it won't be like the Washington nationals mark. Cause that's their trademark. Now he's just like, you're telling me to hit up the Washington nationals. I'm like, yeah, you could find their email online. You could, you could hit them up. I don't know if they're going to respond, but you could hit them up. Yeah. You can, you can always reach out to people. So yeah, That's what I, I always send my email out because I got like three. Yeah. I got like three emails. Yeah, emails. I got one for like just stuff I like order on. I don't know Amazon, yeah. whatever. That way they're always mixed together. Um, and then I have stuff that specifically just just for business slash acting. So I use that email. I check that with the, the absolute most because that's exactly the ones I give to like companies or something like that. Um, and then I have a uh, my third one, which is my school email. And uh, sometimes I'll just use that one when, whenever. Yeah. Yeah. And with crypto and investing, I would just say like, just invest like a small amount and just like leave it there because I've done it in the past where it was like 2017. And I looked at it when I just sold it because I like broke even or whatever. And then like, I look at it now and it could have been like a few thousand dollars and I'm just like, damn. Mm. But like, same thing with like stock. You just, you just gotta, I feel like you just, in my, this is my opinion, not an expert, you know how they say, <laughs> but uh, I just, I just, I would say just like leave it for like a while and just see. Yo, did you check on it every day though, type of thing, or you just left? No, nah, I check it now. I used to be like addicted, but now I just like check it every once in a while. Because like even like for example, when the crypto it just went, it crashed like say like a month ago, and I was like, damn. And I was like, no, nah, I'm not gonna do what I did in the past and cash out and like lose a little bit of money. I'm just gonna wait. And now I went back up to like what it was. So it was like, whatever. Yeah, okay, so you just got to wait, even if it, like, goes down. Yeah, gotta... or, like, I could have bought more, too. I was thinking about it, and I was like, ah, I'll wait. But, yeah, I think it's just a long – I think it's a long-term game, especially with the, the crypto. But, yeah. All right, what about, like, what about, like, TikTok? Like, when when did you get on it, and, like, when – like, what was the video that, like, blew up? I know you had a lot of them, but, like, what was the first one? Um, I got on it, like, right after I graduated – um mm-hmm. so that's when people still kind of like knew me a little bit uh it's also was after the uh the walk on the field with my dogs and stuff too 
Um, so I got on it and then like I posted a video, like the, the one that mainly went viral is like, it's the same things me and Roxy, me and Roxy, me and Remy do. Um, and she was like dressed up in her little um, watermelon suit and she's like on my bed. And I was like, I'm like, bro, what are you looking at? Like, what are you, why are you looking at me like that? And, and she basically just like uh, attacks me, like pretends to attack me type of thing. She's a puppy and like, to be honest, bro, but the, I'll give a little secret to it. Behind the scenes of it, it's all play. That that part of it is all playing. Like, she literally stops. Like, after I, I'm like, all right, you good. She'll just stop. And I swear. <laughs> like, I swear. Like, you did good. Like, she's a little actress. Um, but but that was the first one. It was, But I, I didn't say my my leg in, the, in those. Usually I say, like, I say, like, my leg. You like this is SpongeBob thing. That's funny. People be people be uh, commenting in that on some of my videos, and it's it's hilarious. That stuff I actually like. Uh, so it was one of those type of videos uh, that went viral first, and then um, and then I just started posting like football videos just so people actually knew who I was. Mm-hmm. And then yeah, it just went from there. Just, I, I know now. I know now you're posting dancing videos because you met with a, a bunch of different influencers. Uh, how was how it just to connect with a whole bunch of people? We was uh, we, uh, at the Wish House and um, um, Lil Zan's uh, crib. There was, you know, they be having like a lot of TikTok or influencer events uh, type of thing. Yeah. And um, I, I ain't never do all like dances or nothing like that either. But they they taught me because I said like I'm not limited to 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 nothing. Like if somebody is willing to teach me something, I'm gonna learn it. Um, yeah. And they, they taught me. Um, what was his name? Uh, Juvie Two Fly and uh, Young Flick. They they're dancers on TikTok, and um, they taught me the dance. And uh, John Qual too, you know John. Uh, yeah. he, he was teaching me too because they all uh, knew how to do it. And I think it I think it is um, Juvie Juvie Two Fly's dance. He was the he's the one who I think believe originally created it, and uh, he was teaching me how to do it. And it took me like two two days or so to actually figure it out and learn exactly what it is. And I got I ended up getting it. And now now I do I do it. And people was like, bro, how do you do it? How do you do it? I'm like, bro, I learned it from somebody literally yesterday. Like, I, <laughs> I'm not the creator of the dance, bro. Like, but but people people like do it on the stairs or or something yeah, yeah. like. Yeah, that's funny. No, it's funny because like when you were just talking about like moving places, like obviously like I see all this stuff, but like I can't like I don't know what it's like. Like when you guys were just like all there and like all the creators, like I thought that was like dope. And uh, but like I said, like I don't know what it like feels like. I guess you'd say, but um, but yeah. And then going into the acting too, you were an All American. Uh, how is that to play a football player, even though you're a football player? <laughs> uh. Yeah, I did a, like, a lot of stuff besides All American too, but that's probably like the, the the biggest one that I was able to actually get into type of thing. Um, but I mean, it was cool. Like everybody was, was cool. It's different with, with COVID because you got to be careful, yeah. and, like keep distances and like put your mask back on. Every time we're done, we're not recording. It was literally tedious. They're like, "All right, go. We'll do that as soon as we were done. Take your mask out of out whatever you got on. Put it on for a little bit." Um, but everybody was cool. I love the cast. Literally love the cast. The, the directors was really, really nice. Um, the people Game Changer Films who work for Game Changer Films are really nice. They're really cool. And uh, just meeting the, the 
meeting the actual main actors, which I've only met, was um, was all the guys from All American. Uh, the girls were, weren't weren't there. You know, you only there when you need it type of thing. Yeah. Um, but meeting them in person um, is really really cool. They were they were down to earth. They weren't like too bougie. Like, don't go talk to me or don't take yeah. a picture with me. None of that. Um, we was laughing in between cuts and stuff like that. So, but it was it was nice to be there. Um, and just have that experience. Like I said, like now people will see it on Netflix and stuff and be like, yeah, I know, I know John, I see John right there type of thing. Yeah. So it was, it was nice. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. What, what advice would you give to a, a young kid uh, either like trying to get like a D1 scholarship or like trying to find their way in life? Yeah. I get that a lot. I get that question a lot. I try to answer it as much as possible, but the, the probably the main, main advice, man, is just, um, one, don't be discouraged because, like, your chance opportunity will come. Um, and two, do not be afraid to, like, reach out or talk to somebody uh, to get yourself out there. Social media is very powerful, especially nowadays. Um, like, put your put yourself out there. Ask the coach, can you, can you make a highlight tape? Use Huddle. Huddle has advanced a lot now since, since 2014. I'll tell you that. They got a whole community. They got everything. They got so much stuff on Huddle. I never even knew. Like we was using Huddle for um for uh, the spring league. I'm like, bro, wait a minute. When did Huddle get like this? Use Huddle. Use Twitter. Um, Twitter is a big platform, especially for football, because like a lot of coaches are on Twitter and they can see that through Twitter. Uh, you know what I mean? Like sometimes, I, even if I had my old account, I, like sometimes I literally just go and retweet somebody's stuff because uh, they like. <laughs> looking for schools or like offers or something. I just go and randomly retweet because I know like MSU football and stuff like follow me or whatever it may be. But I I mean, this is doing my part. A lot of people may see it. A lot of people may not see it. Um, But just trying to do my part, my portion, but ball out on the field, especially if you on the field, whatever sport you want to do, just literally put your time and effort into that. If you think you can do better at a a certain thing, literally practice that until it's perfect and then or until you beat your overtime or you're going to be a power lifter or whatever it may be practice consistently practice the days especially you don't want to do anything those are the most important days you got to go the hardest that's just like sometimes you don't you don't want to get out of bed your body may be sore you may not be feeling good your head might be hurting you still have to do it because that one time or that one moment you miss out on you go by dang bro i should have did it you don't want to have that I should have type of mindset. Um, and then, like, I guess with life in general, whatever you want to pursue for, make sure you just do that. Like, it's sometimes it's people that's out there that's actually willing to help you chase your dreams. It's really, it really is. There's really a lot of people who, who but see somebody who's inspirational or see somebody who's actually working towards that dream. And if you're actually working towards it, don't be afraid to reach out to somebody and be like, oh, I'm doing this, I'm doing that. What else do I need to do? Or what else uh, can I can I do in order to achieve that certain goal? Don't be afraid to reach out to people. Um, that's probably the most important part. Like, uh, believe it or not, we actually need one another, even though some people suck or some people may, may not help you, you know what I mean? Or some people uh, just might be just plain on me uh it's it's tough but we need one another in order to succeed and that's the reality of it 
Yeah, definitely. I liked all I liked all those answers. All right, you ready for some lighter questions, some fun questions? Yeah, let's get into it. I know you're a gamer too, so versatile. What's your favorite game? What's your favorite game right now? Oh man. I I play a lot of scary games. Um, it gets more attention from my audience. Uh, and probably my, my favorite series that I've played of scary games was Outlast. I played Outlast one, two, and um there's a there's a like a mix of it in in it and bro, man, I tell you it had you have you jumping because I sit like right here my TV, the the gaming TV is right here and I'm I'm not not too far away from the screen and I got the the headphones are pretty good like they're on there and I'm like okay and it's like quiet and then I play at night I make sure I play at night so everybody will be scared too um, and I play it on like extreme mode or something like that. So if I like die, I got to literally re restart all the way over from the beginning the first time. Like, Cause I didn't know how long it was gonna take me to win or to get to the end, which is, uh, which is sad. But, but uh, that was my favorite series of games to play. But other than that, I play like more, more so strategic games or like shooting slash fighting games. Um, and then I have to be like, of course, Call of Duty is in there. And uh, I played Dead by Daylight a lot. And then like some adventure fun games that I've been playing recently. Um, it Takes Two. And um, somebody told me to get Resident Evil. I haven't got it yet. But I do have a Xbox gift card, so I'm going to try to use that. All right. Who was your favorite uh, football player growing up? Devin Hester. All right. Devin has and, and Randy Moss, of course. Well, yeah, everybody, everybody like offensive players growing up. Yeah, what about, yeah who, any, is like, any DBs? Who did you like mimic your game after, which is like uh, Darrell Revis, Champ Bailey? Um, let's see. Uh, Brian Dawkins, Ed Reed, of course. Uh, Troy Palomalu, you know what I'm saying? Those, those, the, the ones. All right, last, last one. Who's a, who's a TikToker that you want to collab with that you haven't yet? Mm. I'm going to go with football and I'm going to go with Dockery. All right, Josh, I appreciate you coming on. And uh, could you let the listeners know where they can follow you at? Uh, yeah, the listeners, you can follow me at Josh Butler TV. And you can follow my dogs also is Roxy underscore Remy TV. They actually just got verified yesterday, which is lit. But yeah, that's our social media accounts. They are on all social media platforms. And so am I. This episode has been brought to you by BUSR.com. Go check it out to get your free $100 bet when you deposit $100 at BUSR.com slash Paul. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. 